Hey everybody, it's Matt. And Jesse. This is an episode that we have in our vault recorded earlier this year in January. On this episode, we have Evan Faziola. He is a college friend of mine. He's an actor and musician uh, currently residing in New York City. And he has a band called Sunshiner. Um, we sat on this episode for a little while because it was actually before we launched. And... Yeah, we wanted to still give it to you guys, so it's our one of our bonus vault episodes. Hopefully you appreciate the uh, slacker before the slacker. Yeah, the pre-slacker, if you will. So, uh, that's it. Here you go. Listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. They would fuck your name up all the time. Mm-hmm. That's no good. How would I? Uh, like they'd misspell it or oh yeah misspell. just like you know it's Faziola and I would get like Fazita or f- like Fazola Fazola yeah I, I always got like extra or Fazioli is like one that was around like ha- in my childhood E is in like an E on the end or a Y an I Fazioli yeah yeah I've actually heard that's that's not, ju- yeah that's the one and the mean kids would call me Fagioli oh ooh that's rough. That Kids hurts. Are mean. Yeah, that's that that's elementary school for you. Either way, uh, this is the American Slacker podcast. Welcome to episode two. I'm Jesse, and I'm Matt, and I'm I'm Evan Faziola. Yeah, <laughs> to not to be confused with Evan Fazita or Evan Fazioli. Those are different people. Pronounced correctly and not with any extra letters thrown in there. <laughs> Well, uh, our, yes, as we were just discussing, our guest here is Evan Faziola. He is a musician, a actor, actor an actor. <laughs> I have to be grammatically correct. Yes, yes. Um, he lives in Brooklyn. Um, I've known him since I went to college with him up in uh, upstate New York. We were roommates for, oh, I don't know, two years and... And floor mates, and and well, and, I'm, and I'm counting that. Counting that, and then, and then we lived only a stone's throw away from each other. So pretty much, yeah. We've been we've been close for. I haven't seen for a long seen time, each other. Matt. We've been close. You hear that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, back off, Matt. Matt Calm does down, have a few, a few years. I on got you a couple right years on you, so yeah. you know. I'll let that out there. I, I guess I haven't put Ladies, my game out there. Don't fight over me. Uh, we go way back. All right, bro. <laughs> way back. So, uh, now you're living in Brooklyn, though. How's, how's that? Yeah, no, things are good in Brooklyn. I moved there with my girlfriend, like, we're just going on a year, so, nice. um, uh, it's a little packed in there. Uh, w- we have two dogs, two cats, four, uh, met, total people. I met you, living all your animals. There. Yeah, so, <laughs> you get in, you, you get into my apartment and you, you're assaulted by, you know, first the barking starts at the, at the, the stairwell, and then... <laughs> And then, you know, 
you have to slosh through. We call it the Sea of Dogs uh, yeah. because you know you have to wade through them like water, kind of yeah. because they're so uh, well, that's good. so powerful and, and interested in smelling your legs. It's, it's good to have pets, and I mean, especially ones that are friendly. It's better <laughs> than them like actually attacking guests that come over. They were pretty yeah. nice when I. Fun fact: that. Jesse's cat bit me once. Ooh, which one was it? Oh, uh, Scarlet. Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Well, were you trying to? Pick I, it up? I got in the way. I got in the middle of uh, of oh, her and my dog, I and I was trying to calm Scarlet down, and she bit me, and it was <laughs> it was startling. Can't get in the middle of a cat fight already. <laughs> and and uh, I decided, you know, to leave Jesse alone and and not <laughs> press charges or anything. Well, I greatly huh. appreciate that, and we're still friends because of that. <laughs> So, Evan, where did you move from to go to the city? I moved from Long Island. Uh, okay, I mean, I so, so, you know, we, we went to college in, in Plattsburgh. I grew up on Long Island, and, and so after school, I, I went back with my girlfriend, and I lived with my parents for a year, which was great. <laughs> it's, great. Always, it's always tough. Um, but Especially yeah. the freedom of college. So yeah, a, a room opened up, uh, one of our college roommates who lived with another college... Uh, Friend of ours, another you know actor theater person. Yep. Um, they lived in in Brooklyn, and there was a room, so we live there now, and it, things have improved yep. from my parents' house. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a lot easier being out on your own having that kind of. Yeah, freedom. absolutely. You know, uh, it's a better scene for music and 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 arts, and you know, and that's the whole reason we're here today. So nice. <laughs> and uh, you were telling me you really like your job. Oh yeah, I work in I work in a bar and uh, I, I bar back so uh, make some drinks and have a lot of regulars and a lot of friends I get to talk to. Except it, it's overnight, so it, it's terrible. So <laughs> if you ever if you ever if you ever in Brooklyn and, and you want to go to Soda Bar and, and come see me, I work weekends. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was only, you said a couple couple days a week, but that leaves you free to do like some other stuff with your music and, uh, and acting. Oh and yeah, stuff. absolutely. Yeah, so I, I uh, so I, I'm with the band, obviously, which I, we're going to get into, and uh, I do some theater work with a group called the Theater Project uh, in Lower Manhattan. It's like uh, around uh, West Fourth Street. It's called the Players Theater. Okay. Uh, that's where they work out of. So um, Shakespeare mainly. I've been in like, oh god, five. Sh- uh, well, it's going to be five Shakespeare's. I was in a Christmas Carol. I played Bob Cratchit, uh, which was fun kids uh, show. So were you intimidated doing uh, Shakespeare at first? Uh, I mean, I did it a lot in college. I majored in theater, so okay, okay. Uh, at Plattsburgh State yep. University. Oh yeah. Um, so. No, I've been doing it for a long time, and, um, you know, I went from doing, you know, college theater on a big, you know, uh, funded stage that, you know, got regular maintenance and and all this whatnot to doing, like, shows in a a small off-Broadway theater that only has, you know, uh, almost 200 seats and, uh, um, you know, a weird trap door that flips open in the stage, (laughs) um, but... Yeah, no, it's but it's it's great. It's been it's it's been cool. You know, I've gotten to do you know, like shows like Much Ado About Nothing and Twelfth Night and Two Gentlemen of Verona. So, how often are you doing productions? Um, we do. Well, let's see. I would say we do like two or three a year. We generally, uh, you know, take a lot of preemptive work. 
Yeah, it's like it's taken us a year to do these past like four, so we're just coming yeah. into like um, the new year or the new season or whatever, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we generally take uh, like two months to uh, or a month and a half to do the rehearsal process. We get scripts ahead of time. We usually get like a month or two off, depending on like you know uh, whatever the, the company is thinking of. The scheduling wise, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's cool. We we we've done shows like regionally at uh, like Stepanak High School in like the Westchester area. Cool. Uh, so that's a lot of, of the focus of the theater company is uh, bringing affordable Shakespeare, accessible Shakespeare, and classic plays and experimental plays uh, to people who want to learn about it. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I saw you in a few plays up in Plattsburgh, and it was you were always awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. So very I have much. to I have to come see a pro- professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, well, yeah. Next time, Broadway. yeah. Next time you're in New York, Jesse. I, I will be. I mean, I, I'm gonna try and come like at least <laughs> two times a year, see family and stuff like that. Absolutely, it's hard, especially in January, to. Uh, Want to come to New York? I <laughs> There's the snow on the ground. That's not exactly. I've seen you do a lot of shivering this, uh, this uh, past day. This week has been cold. Oh, yeah. And you guys were saying it was like in the 60s. Yeah, like last the week. Previous it was week. Weather, man. So what? Where did I fuck uh, up? When you, I you brought it. Looking? You brought it as far as I'm concerned. Oh, great. I'm the harbinger of cold. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I stepped off the train, it felt like someone punched me in the face with the cold. <laughs> it was just pretty terrible. It's the I, uh, icy fist of January. I fucked up with the rental car and ended up taking the train and watching two drunk couples duke it out verbally from uh, Grand Central to Poughkeepsie. Do you know what the uh, the cause of the argument was? Um, It was weird. It was something about, like... This one girl was, like, getting shit-talked by some stranger on the street, and her boyfriend didn't defend her. Oh, so it was between a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Well, yeah, but then, like, as the boyfriend and girlfriend were fighting, the friend of the boyfriend was like, I'm gonna take his side. And his girlfriend was like, you're a dick, you know? And so like, he, was, he was, like, agreeing with whatever this the, random the guy gender, said you know? his girlfriend. Yeah, there was, like, a gender war playing out in front of me. <laughs> And the one, they one stormed to the back, and the boyfriend and the friend were like, fuck this, let's get off like a stop early and go get drunk and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the dude, like, spills his tall boy and shit, and he's like, oh, I need, I need paper towels. I'm looking at his man bun and just shaking my head. The man bun. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, so, so did the, uh, the two gentlemen get off the train together and leave the lady? No, I think they eventually worked it out. Oh, okay. Just like, okay. It was a shit show. Oh man! It was no, I enjoyed to a beautiful relationship right there. It was it was a rough ride into New York, but now I've been enjoying my time seeing the family, seeing friends. We saw a bunch of our old college roommates last night. Yeah, that was great, man. I, I mean, I, and to give you a little perspective, Jesse and I were in college together two years ago, so uh, this has been the first time I've gotten to see him since then. So it's it's been uh, it's been fun. Yeah. And we we figured, you know, we all live in New York, and I guess it's a big state, but we could easily get together, so yeah, had a couple friends drive down, so... Public transportation's a lot easier out here. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to the West Coast, at least. 
So uh, tell us a little bit about your band, Evan. All right, so uh, we're called Sunshiner. Uh, we're based in the Long Island and New York City area. Uh, we play like, uh, I, you know, we, we kind of describe ourselves as garage pop, which I don't think is a, a genre yet, but... Uh, <laughs> You're founding a genre. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a genre these days, so... Right. Um, why can't we have our own? I like it. It's it's not, it's light. Yeah. So we're uh, we're a, f- a four piece band. Uh, I mean, we've we've all been playing music together since we were kids. Uh, I played in a band with some with some guys who are touring and successful music groups now. Nice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we had like a talented bunch of youngsters when we were young. Um, so you guys, you guys have been a band for quite a bit. Well, we were. So I was in one band with another group that I played with for for like five years, from the end of junior high school to like almost the end of high school. Um, and intermittently, I had another band with my friend Rich Michelson, who's the co-songwriter uh, and uh, lead guitar, rhythm guitar. We we alternate, you know. But you know. Uh, another, you know, Keystone member in our band. Uh, and we met, like, you know, on the bus when we were going to junior high school. We used to be in Boy Scouts together and stuff like that, but, uh... So you guys go way back. Yeah, we go pretty okay. far back, so... Well, that um, probably... Do you think that makes it a lot easier yeah, yeah. band to collaborate? Absolutely, because we have had the same musical styles in our ears for, you know... Going on a decade, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, were you guys like always kind of like sending each other new bands to like kind of listen? To oh yeah, like? absolutely, and even more so now that we've gotten older. Hmm. It's just uh, obviously now that we're making music together, it's just you know sharing our our major influences, you know, like that right. that go into the songwriting and everything. Yeah, uh, you know, people like the Strokes, the Shins, um, a band called Real Estate. I don't know if you know them. Uh, the arcs and anything Dan Arbach does, we're, we're we fans were, of we're Jack White. To some of the arcs, uh, yeah, absolutely. That was, that was pretty cool. Uh, some yeah. music video, some folk stuff too. Like we're big fans of folk and band like bands like Good Old War and and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I came back from college and I was itching. You know, I was in college getting sent stuff from Rich from his band, The Magnetic Ghosts. Um, and I was like, this is cool stuff, and I wish I had, like, a music outlet, because Plattsburgh's, you know, out there in the middle of nowhere, and I didn't have a lot of friends. Most of them were just into, you know, acting and doing musicals, and, and, uh, I didn't have any really close friends who had shared musical interests. They were all in Long Island, so I felt like there was a good music scene going on there, and there was. There's, there's a lot of, like, uh, notable people in Suffolk County doing good work with getting local bands together and getting a lot of really indie uh, scenes and stuff together. Uh, like Planet of Sounds promotions. Uh, look them up on Facebook. They're fantastic. Um, shout out to, to Maxwell Peters <laughs> uh, for, for that stuff. He's, he's, the, he's like one of the, the main faces of, of Planet of Sound okay. promotions. So... Um, yeah, but so I, I came back from college, and Mag- Magnetic Ghosts were still together. Um, 
they lost a member, their guitar player, because he, you know, started working like 60 hours a week. And Rich and I had always talked, you know, kind of like hinted at each other about like how we kind of wanted to be in the band. So yeah. like he, you know, as soon as he needed someone and had a slot open, he was just like, well, how about Evan? And everyone, uh, I mean, generally there was, there was me and a bass player, George, and, and they'd known me for a long time. Uh, and our drummer Dylan Carey, who I didn't know, and but we we got together and we were fast friends right away. That's awesome. Uh, so, and he really seemed to enjoy the music that I was bringing to the table. So, uh, and I obviously like his drumming. He's he's fantastic. He's like <laughs> better than any drum machine that I could you know <laughs> easily pay for and replace him with. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. He's not here to defend himself. So That's yeah, why not? Get That's what you get, Dylan. You got the mic. All right, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, I came back and started playing with them, and we figured we needed a new name because their direction was a little like uh, a little more like folky, kind of classic, rocky, kind of uh, stuff like that. A little bit harder than what it is now. Yeah, or? and you know, their their guitar player Chris was like a really like. You know, he was like a solo machine that you know uh, could, yeah. could just like dance on the fretboard. Kind of, kind of like and I felt like I had a lot to live up to it when he, when he was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everyone seemed to to say that I bring like a, a, a melodic element to the table that um, that just worked with with everyone else. And so we started playing, and, and we we danced around picking names for a while, and we settled on the name Sunshiner. And we were like, oh, it's like a like a, a moonshiner that works in the day, or like. Like a, a, a punch in the eye and a bruise that the, the sun if the sun had a fist and it punched you in the eye. There you go. You got you'd have a sunshiner. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Uh, we we enjoyed it, so we we kept it, and uh, we still t- to this day dance around and think of cool band names that you know if we ever make a new EP or anything. Ooh, <laughs> uh, we were. Thinking about changing, but I mean, we we have to stick with the the new EP that we're coming out with. Is, we're gonna it's gonna be under the moniker Sunshiner, so nice. We're and gonna see where it goes. And people can find that in a various yeah, can, amount of places. Yeah, right? so you can check us out on like Sunshiner. Uh, excuse me, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Sunshiner Music or uh, uh, Instagram dot com slash Sunshiner Music Bandcamp. You can find our, our single Virgin Colonists. Uh, if you search really hard, <laughs> I found it. Yeah. I managed to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. Out of the depths of the internet. So, so we uh, started playing in the Long Island area, and we were playing for a long time. And and, and uh, you know, we get people coming up and getting good compliments, and people telling us that we needed to get something recorded. And it took us a long time of just kind of gigging around and trying to find some that we were, someone that we really trusted to, ha- to handle our music, you know, money was obviously an option, you know, mm-hmm. we wanted to get the best value for no money. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, you gotta, gotta do what you can. Yeah, and so that all led up to us making our uh, new EP, which is our first ever recorded, uh, we, we, have a, we have a live album uh, from uh, Ripe Art Gallery in Huntington. On okay. Long Island, play, but play that, that's, that, that was our only thing, and you know we really needed something. So you really, the first professional. Person. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, first yeah. like in, in time studio, to get in studio, in studio yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, How many tracks are on the EP? Uh, so yeah, it's a weird thing. So so I'll just start with a little 
uh, background, and I'll answer your question. So yeah, okay. we, we we decided uh, we had a friend Andrew Rizzo, uh, who is one of our two floating bass players. Uh, he played a lot of gigs with us uh, in the past year, um, and he went back to Fredonia. So when he went back, he you know had a, a project where he needed some kind of audio recording, and he was like, "Well, I can just record your your EP for you," and we were like, "Fantastic!" So. We we trucked up to uh, SUNY Fredonia and we we bunkered down with him. Um, or hunkered down, bunkered down. I think you can whatever. Do either. I would we went to his. We went to his apartment. He would probably hunker and I would bunker. I don't know. I, don't I, I would know. I would bunker. Yeah, yeah I would bunker down. So anyway, <laughs> pass. Let's get past this, guys. We stayed. You hunker down and we stayed down with him in the, in the squalor of his college apartment and and kept his roommate up all night. Uh, Writing dr- music, drinking beer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, and you know, just uh, we played the songs for uh, his uh, co-producer uh, Brian Babel. Okay. And th- yeah, and then there was another guy in there, um, Michael Kane. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> the, the Michael Caine. The Michael Caine. How that was. Now, Fredonia's Michael Caine. She's just a girl. A 12-year-old um, girl, Evan. And so we came We came with uh, six songs that... I mean, okay, so we, we came with, with, with four songs. Okay. And we were like, we'll be happy with three. We want to do, like, ideally four or five. And we left having recorded the bass for, like, six songs. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we did a lot of work in... How long uh, did uh, that take? Let's see. Our studio time was a little over 12 hours. Oh, wow. In the studio. Nice. Yeah. So it was it was a real crunch. It was free. It was a crunch. So a lot of things were like uh, all a lot in one of, day. A lot of things. Uh, no, but over three days. Okay. We, we okay, had okay. you know like four hour studio times okay, and like okay. eight hour studio times. Yeah, I was gonna say that's um, ooh, tiring. <laughs> yes, stuff like that. So yeah, so it was it was tedious and stressful and nerve wracking at sometimes, but it was like the greatest experience, one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. It was the most professional setting I've ever done any recording in. Uh, I'll name drop a little bit, yeah. but uh, we apparently recorded with some of the same equipment that, like, the Flaming Lips oh, wow. have oh, recorded yeah. their, uh, an album with uh, Through the Grapevine. That's, that's <laughs> what my friend is on the street. Uh, one of the professors that will hopefully get to hear our single uh, mixed with uh, Tame Impala or uh, produced Tame Impala. I'm not sure which one. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it was really exciting, and, and it really just kind of pumped us up. And uh, So, yeah, we ended up with, with six songs, but we still think that the EP is going to be probably four, maybe five. We have to deliberate, but, you know, we, we want to get it out there and, and keep it, like, you know, a, a nice length that's... Yeah. Not something that's just two songs where you play it over and over and you get sick of it in your car because it's the same two songs over and over. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we think like four or five is a better number. Yep. A more kind of like the standard. I feel like. Yeah. So, uh, save maybe one or two for post release. Now uh, the process of selecting which songs are going to go on to that one, like as it's hard. Because it's hard because you want the songs that um, you really think show off. 
what you're about and what your style is. And then you also have to think about what songs you have that have the best hook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so we assembled a compilation of songs that we think are both catchy and show off our taste and our influence. Nice. Um, so, you know, that's kind of why we, we wanted to do the six, to, to pick and choose between, uh, you know, new and old and potentially commercial versus more artistic. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's always tough because it's, especially you guys have known each other for a while, mm-hmm. and you've been, a lot of these and songs we've gone have probably grown so much. Playing so many years. musical styles. And, yeah. And, uh, so many bands. So <laughs> many bands. So much. So many names. So many hours of music. Oh, wow. That goes into shaping what you're about as an artist. Yep. Um, but hey, it's fantastic, and that's why I've kept music in my life since I was in elementary school. And I was a drummer, and I did was in chorus, and one day they made me choose between the two, and I was like, I'm going to sing. I'm a, I'm, a pretty, I'm a pretty boy, and I'm going to sing. <laughs> Fuck the drums. You, you've got a lovely voice, I will say. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate I've, that. I've been enjoying I like the, your voice, uh, too. I've been oh, enjoying the you. singles that you've been... Uh, playing for us. I mean, Virgin Colonists, you, you played for me. Yeah, well, you that, sent me the link. That was, talk about selection, that was tough because, you know, we wanted, we were like, well, we want the first song we do to be what hits the hardest and what is the most catchy and to be our single. So we picked the song Virgin Colonists, which I'm lucky to say that I wrote. So I'm very excited to, you know, see it as our, our, our single and everything. And flagship um, song, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Rich and I, uh, it, it was different when we had three members because we would all sing and we would all write songs. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say when we had three members, but when we had uh, three songwriters mm-hmm. at, in the band in a four piece yeah. band you know we, we we tried to model ourselves after the Beatles you know where everyone could write a song yeah, if we had to and everyone could sing and pick, play a melody uh, so we d- due to some conflict of interest and everything we lost our, our third songwriter and that, that led to us having two floating bass players you know one that's capable of playing live shows and the one that laid down tracks with us uh, in Fredonia it's nice to have the options. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they both bring really awesome stuff to the table. That You know, there's Andrew Rizzo, obviously, the producer of the album, and the guy who helped us, so graciously helped us out, mm-hmm. and uh, Frank Cassio, who's played in uh, a few bands that, that are in that Long Island scene, and uh, was happy to play with us, which was really great, because he's another guy who we've been friends with for years. So... Uh, now we really feel like we're comprised of close people. Yeah. You know, people from the past. People that mesh. People who really matter. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, yeah, so we really start our single, Virgin Colonists. Uh, you can find it on Bandcamp or any of the outlets. I, I, I mentioned pretty much any media slash Sunshiner music. We Man. don't... Uh, we don't put use... that on there. You won't find it if you don't put the music on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> we... Don't use Twitter much. We're going to do that more. We have a little more to talk about uh, when the EP's done and, and, tour- and dates that you'll be playing. And oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're we uh, Twitter, Twitter would be good for that. We yeah. have a, a tentative uh, 
thing going with a restaurant called Bo's in the city where we're hopefully going to be doing like a show a month for three months. It's like in the Flatiron District. It's like the 20s, lower, like 23rd Street, somewhere around there in the East Village or, you know. Got a lot of people know. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's tentative as I I said, but we're working out the details. Um, So go to Bo's. Bose and demand sunshiner. <laughs> so you order, order the there. order the sunshiner. They're like you're it's not going to there unless these motherfuckers are playing. There's some sick skateboarding going on the TV behind yeah, us right got, now. Yeah, we got we got YouTube turned on loop. It's not. It's Ooh, as, Evan, oh. as Evan said before. It's a nice warm glow of uh, keeps the TV on his on his right side. Our guests. Is your right side your good side or your left side your good side? Uh, I, I would say that every actor, every has side of me is a good side. Oh, but raise the bar. if I Ooh. had to pick <laughs> one, I think it would be like don't sound conceited. confidence is a, is a game winner. <laughs> I like that. I think that. it would be like you know if my head was a clock and you viewed it from the top and I was looking up, it would probably be like five o'clock. Okay. So, like, slightly above you? More to my side than none of my left eye. Like a 60-degree angle. Slight smirk on my face. That'd be a decent silhouette, I'm thinking. And that... (laughs) And that's print, baby. You were were saying earlier, and I found it interesting, um, that Virgin Colonists had, like, an inspiration of, like, apocalyptic kind of... One of my favorite lines in the song is uh, Avoid Apocalypse uh, And That's kind of where the song was inspired by I was thinking about, you know, I just moved down From a very Adirondack wooded area Where, you know, things are A little more mundane and the threat of Of uh, Nuclear apocalypse is, is a little Or, or you know um, Terrorist attack <laughs> You've been watching North Korea documentaries, haven't they? Oh god, <laughs> it's a little, is a little unsettling. I, well, I yeah, haven't. you know, you're up there in the woods and you don't think about it as much, and yeah. you know, but it, I moved strange. back down to Long Island where you know, if anything happens, you, you're you're finished <laughs> because you'll never make it off unless you have a boat. Get a boat, people. <laughs> Long Island, get a boat. Get a boat. Get a boat. Yeah, I mean, if a, you live on an island, at least a jet ski, something that can get you to like Connecticut. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Any, you. any house on an island at a good speed probably have a boat. Good advice. I have an alternate theory, though, why you were inspired by the apocalypse. Well, yeah. Well, that that that's. <laughs> give me what's your theory? My theory is you've been playing a shit ton of Fallout Four. But no, 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 no. This song was written. <laughs> this song was written a long time ago. This song I used to I used to play this song when we were roommates, but it it, it hadn't been fully formed yet, and I I finally finished it up when I uh, moved back down and. Everyone really liked it in the band, so... Well, it's a good... It's a great song. Yeah, so... And, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's about uh, w- wising up and maybe thinking that you should get, get the hell out of your, your populated area and maybe start, you know, a colony of your own somewhere. Finding... For when was. things hit the shit. <laughs> well, here, let's, uh, let's play the track for our listeners. This is Virgin Collins by Sunshine. Yeah. 
crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could barely, like, tolerate it. Um, I even said in that podcast, I think that it felt like the cold punched me in the face. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst when cold is that hard that it's, like, hits you in the face, like, with a presence of actual, like, physicality. <laughs> yeah. It's like you feel just tense. Like yeah. I was discussing that with someone the other day, and you just feel like your whole body, like you can't let loose until it's springtime. So when I went there, it was super cold. What I wanted to do, this was my plan, I was going to get a rental car from the JFK airport uh, at the Hertz, like Hertz place or something. Okay. Um, and I didn't know that when I got there, uh, you needed to have a put it on a credit card okay and i was planning on putting on a debit card i didn't like oh you didn't have a credit, credit card yeah i just didn't bring it i didn't think about it like that's not where like most of my money was so i just figured you know i'll put it on my debit card but they were like oh we don't take debit cards that's ridiculous <laughs> okay and then they also wouldn't take a number over the phone like if i called my bank or my credit card and tried to get like my account number and stuff to them they wouldn't do it that way either so my i'm sitting there with my bags and with my girlfriend and we're like what the hell do we do this sucks it's like pretty late so we're like all right let's get a let's get a car to the train and we'll uh we'll deal with getting a car later because it's easier to get around in when you come home if you have like a a set of wheels to get get around on yeah yeah Um, exactly but we ended up taking the train, and then uh, our parents picked us up at the train station and gave us a ride and stuff. And I ended up eventually getting a, a rental car at a place in Poughkeepsie a few days later because I needed to come down to pick up Evan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to go down south and then come back up north. So Poughkeepsie, for people who don't know, is kind of in between New York City and Albany. Albany's north of Poughkeepsie and New York City's south of Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Um, so I pick Pretty up the car in Poughkeepsie. Too. Yeah, just just about right in the middle, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and I pick up the car in Poughkeepsie. I drive down to get Evan in Brooklyn uh, with the rental car, which it was a nice rental car. I forget exactly what it was. I wish I remembered. Uh, you had a Mazda. I remember. Yeah, it was it was some it was kind a, of Mazda, a, a little Mazda. hatchback. Yeah, type it was thing. a. Uh, wasn't it like a five door or something weird? Yeah, it was it was a very odd one, but uh, I I liked it. It was quick too. Um, Five door, three door, oh. three door. I meant sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought you thought you had meant. Um, uh, I actually I got pulled over when I was returning that rental car. Huh. I mean that happens that happens later. What were but you I told, doing? <laughs> I was going a little fast. It was like my last day with the new like nice new car, so I was speeding along and I told the cop I was like, oh I'm sorry i'm leaving today i'm going to the airport i gotta drop this rental car off and they're like all right we're not going to give you a ticket if you're like leaving oh they'll let so you go get, okay yeah i got out of that. i was literally i was literally right down the street from it and i had like 10 20 minutes to like drop it off before i had to pay for another day okay so they yeah, were fuck they that. were sympathetic to it yeah um but that happened later when I first picked it up, I went down to Brooklyn. I picked up Evan. Then I drove all the way up to past Poughkeepsie to Albany uh, to hang out with Matt. We ended up meeting up with a bunch of our other college friends and going out to dinner that night. Yeah, it was a great that time. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was uh, a lot shout, of fun. Shout out to Tim Zablowski and uh, Greg Faust. 
I'm trying to remember who else we had there. I don't want to leave anyone out. Andy, I think Andy came. Andy was there too, he? as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a great yeah. time, man. And that, 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 that was course. fun. But yeah, yep. So uh, we ended up doing the podcast the next day. Yep. Uh, yeah, next afternoon. At, we we slept over at Matt's. We ended up doing it in the afternoon. Yeah. And then yeah. after doing the podcast, we hopped right back in the car and drove all the way back down past Poughkeepsie to New York, uh, into Brooklyn to drop Evan off. Um, and actually where I dropped him off was at this cool bar that was like a Cthulhu themed bar. Oh, that's dope. It was a bar that his uh, girlfriend, uh, works at and it was really cool. They had like comedy, stand up comedy going on in the basement. Um, oh man, that's my, always I, fun. Always fun. On my, <laughs> on my Instagram, the, uh, I took a picture of the uh, sign outside of the bar that night uh, at Landers the Plane on Instagram. You can check that out. But it was pretty crazy. And then I had to, I drove it back up to Poughkeepsie. I had to return it a couple of days later. Like I said, I got pulled over and I almost uh, got a ticket before leaving New York. Goddamn rental so, cars, man. What a risk. So bring a credit card. <laughs> Just bring a credit card if you're going to rent a car. Yeah, make sure you have a credit card because it, uh, it's more attached to you than your debit card, apparently. They, yeah, I think it want. was they were trying to protect themselves from scammers or something like that. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, which is quite <laughs> inconvenient, I have to say. You feel like a credit card would be easier to acquire in somebody's name because you could like fill out online and all that fun jazz. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, a bank you have to go inside to really apply for a card. I don't think you can really sign up for a bank outside of a bank. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I always thought debit was more secure than credit, but no. who knows? Uh, just make sure you got either one because, you know what, taking my advice, you'll probably just bring a credit card and then they'll say they only take debit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Well... Part two is coming next week, guys. Um, hopefully you, s- you tune in for that because uh, we talk about some really interesting shit, of course. Um, oh, yeah. You can get at us on our social media on Twitter at American Slacker Podcast, which is A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. And also you can get at our Instagram and Facebook at American Slacker Podcast, straight on, spelled out straight. Yeah, and we really want to hear from you guys on our Facebook. Uh, we've heard, heard from some fans, and we're always happy to see what you guys like and have you interact with the content. You can also check out our website, which is uh, americanslackerpodcast.wordpress.com. Keep on subscribing to us on the Apple Podcast app and on Podcast Addict. Suggest us to your friends if you think we're worthy of taking up space on their iPad or iPhone. <laughs> yeah, because it is a space battle these days. They're never big enough. Yeah, God, is that plot of so many things? But <laughs> well, we're fight, we're fighting for our slot there, right under some of the greats. Some of the greats, man. Uh, and there's a lot of great ones. Definitely. So, uh, I guess all we got to say is look out for the next uh, part two coming at you next week. And besides the sequel. that. But it's not really a sequel because, well, I mean, it's kind of like the Halloween and Halloween 2. It's like the same movie together, but it's a sequel. Either way, that's a whole new door. Let's not open that. Either way, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, exactly. Tune in, people. That's it. There you go. (laughs) 